And welcome back everyone to Knights of the Draft Table, presented by yours truly, Patrick Pryor. I'm joined here by Joseph Yoon on this uh, week of bowls. Are you ready for it, Joseph? Yes, I am. It's uh, the bowl season. Season has been exciting so far from the little games that we've had. Yep, it is. It's off. To, it's off to a good start. Uh, as we were recording this, I believe Wake Forest is uh, losing, or I think they lost in the Mayo Bowl. So to my Demon Deacons, I'm sorry they lost to Wisconsin just now, uh, recently. Um, what are what are some other ones that we had here? Uh, the, the Cure Bowl, obviously, the most talked about Cure Bowl in probably all of its his, brief history, uh, yep. between Liberty and, uh, Coastal Carolina, yep. and, uh, that, that was a barn burner. That was, that was crazy, man. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't get to watch the end of it, but I've had it described to me by multiple people, and just, ugh, I can't believe I didn't watch. Yeah, um, it was, it was a, uh. It, it was the, the edge of your seat type of game yeah. pretty much all game long. Yep. Um, we also had a... What was it? A BYU's game. I'm trying to think of... Was it? It was a bull. It was a bull, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, and Zach Wilson, of course, had a great game, as per usual. Um, I made it pretty well known on Twitter that... He's not gonna be my QB two, or so he's not right now. He can he can always move. Everyone can always move, as far as I'm concerned. Up until draft day, if something new is found out, if some new tape is discovered, anyone can move. But right now, I do not have him as my QB two, and I think I'm gonna catch some flack for that. But he is certainly a very good player and a very formidable formidable opponent, and, and tore up UCF. I'll admit that easily. So um. That was the Boca Raton Bowl. Very, very good game for uh, BYU. Not so much for UCF. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other ones. We had Buffalo on top of Marshall. I, uh, uh, the Raging Cajuns finally got their game done in the first responder bowl. Um, versus who? Who was it again? Do you remember? Uh, can't remember now. But it was, it was a. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Up but San Antonio. San DTSA. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I believe, I think, Regent Key. Uh, Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana won. Uh, that was an interesting interesting game there. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of these have been close. There haven't been a, a lot of blowouts. Of course, that BYU game was um, just laying waste to the Knights. And uh, BYU's had a fantastic year so far and caps it off very well. Yeah, uh, one would imagine if had they won the Coastal Carolina game, they would have probably ranked in the top ten and possibly gone to the New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, that that would have been really beneficial for him. Yeah, uh, man, that was that was the game that was worth watching. Coastal Carolina, yeah. Coastal Carolina's uh, been in a couple of those this year, I guess now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll start out with what we got coming up. Can't talk about the past. We can talk about the future tonight. Uh, this is December 30th. I don't know what day of the week it is. It's, uh, I have no idea what day of the week it is. But December 30th, Wednesday, uh, we have the Cotton Bowl, which is number 7, Florida, versus number 6, Oklahoma. That is uh, 8 p.m. on ESPN tonight at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Mm-hmm. Texas, not D.C., obviously. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be interesting. 
Florida is without four top pass catchers, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, Jerron Grimes just opted out yep. like a couple of days ago. So. Same, same with Kadarius Tony and Kyle Pitts opted out as soon as he played their their game before. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are without them, and I think I read uh, Jacob Copeland also else has COVID, unfortunately. So prayers out to him, and he won't be playing. So this is going to be very interesting. Usually it'd be an extremely high-powered offense headed up by Kyle Trask against another high-powered offense. But now this is an offense on one leg, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to see how that turns out for Florida. Um, obviously, Kyle Trask... Obvi- I say obviously. Obviously, Kyle Trask is a Heisman finalist, so he can definitely run an offense without the top talent. But, I mean, he lost literally his four top receivers. Um, yeah. Behind him is is very short staffed. I'll say. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Florida is uh, their their uh, famous shoe thrower, Marker Wilson. He also opted yep, out. Yep, I read that. Yep. So. Yeah, he's uh, maybe starting a new shoe shoe store. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, that's kind of funny how he's gonna cost them possibly a trip to the playoffs with that shoe throw and not even to show up for their bowl game. But hey, you know what? It's his decision to go and prepare for the draft, and I'm all for that, though. Um, yeah, so, oh well. I mean, there's still a couple of prospects of Florida to watch yeah. out for. They're, so they're not completely barren. No, no, so not they're at all. Obviously, obviously Trask, uh, he's a Heisman finalist. And, uh, yeah, you know, Ventro Miller, their linebacker, he's still there. He's still so, producing very well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I guess the big story is going to be how Trask can handle it without the top talent because he's going into the league where, you know, there's some less talented teams out there. If, you know, he goes to the Patriots or, or somebody like that without yeah. the weapons, it's it's going to be a good test for him, I think. Uh, yeah. Against Yeah, Florida doesn't have a running game to speak of, really, so. Yeah, uh, they got, not them, they really just don't have anyone uh, back there for them. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's going to have to make up for a lot here and we'll see how he does it. I'm excited to see it, though. Yeah, so, so they have a couple of young guys on forward team that that's gonna be up and coming, mm-hmm. um, like uh, Brenton Cox. He's a former Georgia player who transferred. So, yeah. So, um, Emily Jones, the next in line apparently at quarterback. Who who was that one? Emory Jones, the the Wildcat quarterback they use. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so, a lot of talent everywhere, pretty much. Um, so, th- yeah, like you said, they're not devoid of talent at all. Uh, this is a showdown between two top coaches, uh, Mullen and Riley. Uh, it's considered an, it's, it's, it is a New Year's Six Bowl, right? But it's not, it's just not played. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Lincoln Riley, this is going to be his fourth consecutive New York's, New, New Year's Six Bowl game. The problem is, it, if he loses, it'll be his fourth consecutive loss. Um, while Mullen is out here, seven and two in bowls, so Riley has a lot to prove in this game. I think. I mean, obviously, he's a head coaching candidate in the NFL and stuff. He doesn't have anything to prove, but I think he definitely wants to win this one. Wants to come out and say, "I'm gonna win this bowl game. I'm gonna show him who's boss, and I'm gonna finish with a great Oklahoma season." Uh, so I, I just think that's interesting from a coaching perspective out here, is to see. Mullen versus Riley uh, is a rematch of the 2009 Orange Bowl. Florida won that one. 
when Mullen was an uh, offensive coordinator before he went off to Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think Mullen will have his guys ready, despite mm-hmm. whoever is playing, who's not playing. He's uh, he's he's been dealt with a shorthand before as a head coach who at Mississippi State. So yeah, he he can yeah. definitely definitely make up for some of the lost talent here. Mm-hmm. Um, who do? Uh, I'm just thinking of some guys. I'm not sure who's exactly playing on this Oklahoma defense, but uh, Ronnie Perkins came back from suspension earlier this year and is putting up great numbers. Uh, defensive yeah. end. Um, Creed Humphrey is obviously a, a good cornerback prospect. Is he playing center? Center. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got mixed up. Um, I get everything mixed up. Creed Humphrey is a good center player, center prospect. I don't know. He's playing today, right? He should be. Yeah, he's. Uh, they haven't mentioned anything uh, unless yeah. they pull a Tylen Wallace at halftime. <laughs> Yeah, that would be uh, not good for which was which was uh, which made the rounds of social media last night. That there was rumor that he was uh, he pulled out on his own at halftime, but it, the news came out that uh, that it was a predetermined decision before the game that he would only play one half. Really? Yeah. Huh. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. Fortunately, uh, or unfortunately, Miami's quarterback Eric King, I believe, he tore some needle li- knee ligaments yes, last I... night with his injury. So, I think that the Wallace's decision was made more concrete for that injury. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that was tragic, man. That was just yeah. It's uh, it was a meaningless bowl game. So true, true. Yeah. So that's yeah. A, that's the worst worst type of thing to go out and you know if you're pushing for the playoffs, obviously you go out fighting. But that one is just uh. Uh, fortunately for King, he uh he's he decided earlier this week that he was gonna come back to school for another year. Oh yeah, I forgot so, about that one. Yeah, that was yeah. huge. Fortunately, he'll be on scholarship, and his medical needs will be taken care of. So. Yep, definitely. We hope we hope for that. So. Yeah. Uh. So Oklahoma is uh, an interesting situation. Mm-hmm. I think. I think without the pass catchers, I think this is going to be an Oklahoma favorite game. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm probably going to go with Oklahoma by, at most ten. Mm-hmm. Um, Wrinkle Riley's been under the lights before, and I think this year he's he's not going to be willing to go down for nothing, especially with a group that is taking a hit with with its receiving core, or against a group that's taking a hit with its receiving core. So I'm going to go Oklahoma by seven or ten. Yeah, I'm going to say Oklahoma by fourteen. Okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, even though they're missing their receiver, uh, sophomore receiver Jade on Hazelwood, he's I believe he has COVID, so. Oh. Let me make sure. Yeah, he has. He's not with the team, so. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's he's, a uh, He's been um yeah he, he doesn't have COVID. It's just he has a. He I think he's undecided on the transfer portal because the NCA allowed for uh, a free one time transfer mm-hmm. for everybody. So. Yeah, that was. That's gonna be get even more interesting as we go along. Cause I. There, the Oklahoma has a bunch of guys that receive charts from Rambo. He's, I think he, I think he's going to declare if he hasn't already. And of course, their freshman receiver McLean, he he's been a star this year. So, 
Yeah. And, uh, of course, Spencer Rattler, he's going to be in the conversation for QB1 or 2 in his class in the next couple of years. So. Yeah, he's very yeah. talented, I think. Um, he's, he's bounced back from a rough start. Very, you know. Yes, he really he really did. Um, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, it has to be excused that he's a fresh freshman and making his first start. So, you know, that's going to be a transition for him. Yeah, I'm sure if you go back far enough, I was saying a couple things about him. Mims right here, you've got to yeah, he he definitely has a talent to be a top five pick in his class. So yep. uh, we'll see. We'll see. That's for next year and later on the road. So yep. And of course, Oklahoma has their running back slash fullback Ramondre Stevenson. He's going to the Senior Bowl as well. So yep. yeah, yeah, tons of talent out here uh, to watch despite the uh, losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully Todd Grantham, Florida's defensive coordinator, has a, has his poops ready because uh, it's going to be a war because uh, Lincoln Riley is one of the best offensive minds in all of college football. Yep, so. this is quite the matchup uh, everywhere around, coaching yeah. included. Um, so that should probably, I think, wrap things up for uh, the Cotton Bowl, which yeah. we then head forward. Um, the Music City Bowl was canceled between Iowa and Missouri. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate, but you know. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we head to what should have not. It's not interesting, but but we have it here. We gotta talk about it. Uh, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, number twenty-four, Tulsa at Mississippi or versus Mississippi State. That is tomorrow, uh, Thursday at twelve noon on Eastern. Uh, <laughs> A three and seven team in a bowl game. I'm not really sure what's going yeah, on it's here. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's a COVID year, so everyone yeah. they made a lot of sections where they had enough teams to fill out bowls. So yeah, if if you pay attention to basketball, you know what a Mickey Mouse ring is. And uh, mm-hmm. although that may not have been happened for LeBron, that's what's happening for Tulsa out here. A little bit of a Mickey Mouse <laughs> Mickey Mouse game out here. If they lose, it'll be. <laughs> the golden hurricane will never hear the end of it i'll say that um yeah they they have a they have a damn good team traditionally tulsa or tulsa yeah well same. obviously mississippi State is traditionally a good team but uh tulsa you know they have zach smith he's a he's a senior prospect so he, he hasn't been invited to anywhere but he did. He did get honored by the Shrine Game, I believe. I have to check back on that later on. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's he's an intriguing prospect for them. Unfortunately, their receiver uh, Roberson got hurt early on in the year, so we won't be able to see him. Unfortunately, uh, Tulsa has a couple guys drafted last year, so yeah, of course. And now Zayvon Collins, everybody's favorite linebacker in this yeah. class. He opted out. He declared for the draft. Yep, that was, so that was recent, right? He's gonna be, I believe he's going to be linebacker, maybe a top 10 linebacker in my class when I, when I reveal my boards. So, yeah, I think he'll hit top yeah. 10 for me, too. Yeah. He, he unfortunately, we won't be able to see him in this one. Nope. So, that, that was a recent opt-out this week, right? Huh? That was that was a opt-out this week, right? He, yeah, I think it happened like Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. I believe. But so yeah, guys yeah. are not taking chances in these bowl games. They're going out here and getting ready for the combine. Yeah, ever since uh, 
Jalen Smith a couple of years ago in the bowl game for Notre Dame tore up his knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys have been more sensitive to to that, so yeah. And Derek King is just going to wake some more guys up to that, I think. And so yeah. we might hear a couple more things throughout these days. Of unless, yeah, unless these, unless the NCAA gets ahead of their ass and uh, starts uh, inducing inducing legislation to pay these people, pay these athletes like their pro counterparts. Well, that's asking a lot for the NCAA to you know get smart, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, they're a dog they can't teach all tricks to, so. Yep, same thing with the, with the playoffs rankings, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Mississippi State has a freshman quarterback, Will Rogers. Uh, with KJ Costello got benched, so Rogers is the man there. And uh, he's uh, not only, he's a talented guy on the field, but he can play guitar, just like the old man. But, you know, that's a joke for another day. <laughs> I'm really old, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Yeah. Uh, uh, they have a couple guys on defense. You know, Errol Spence, uh, Marquis Spencer. They're a couple of guys. Uh, so you know, the linebacker Errol Spence. Uh, you know, he's he's underrated. I think Kobe Jones. He's I think that he's playing as well. So yeah, Marquis Spencer. Yeah, I hear I hear Kobe Jones going a little bit better. Um, yeah, going uh, it's Errol, I mean, not Errol Spence. I, 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 I need to correct myself. Errol Thompson. I believe. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if you mentioned it yet, but they also have uh, Kylan Hill, who got another yeah, senior bowl. He recently, he re- that was last night, I believe. Yeah, I just remember you sharing that in Slack chat. And I'm like, hey, Mississippi State. So, yeah, um, he's uh, I think the senior bowl is you know reading my article and just selecting guys off the list. Can't blame him. Can't blame him, man. Got some good guys yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hill's gonna dominate there, I think. He's uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. Mississippi State has a couple guys on defense, but you know, with the air raid offense, that's uh, their defense was on the field a bunch, so they they were kind of exposed. Yeah, yeah. If you're on the field. As much as mm-hmm. they are, because their offense gets off so fast, I mean, you're bound to find holes in it and expose them, so. So, yeah, I think if you're going to evaluate these guys, their 2019 tape will play a lot more, a bigger factor for them. Pro- probably, I mean, this has just been a tough year for, not just yeah. them, but everyone, but, yeah. Of course, another guy that's up and coming, you need to watch out for their offensive tackle, Charles Cross, he's true. He's a true freshman. He's been playing really well next year, so he's going to be a uh, he's going to be twenty twenty three, I believe, if my math is correct. Uh, so, hmm, interesting. Yeah, that's another young guy to watch. Yeah, you're so far and, ahead uh, of the game on this stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh, Osiris Mitchell, their receiver. I think he's op- I think he's declared. I'm not sure if he's playing or not, but you know, yeah. There's a couple of guys that have opted. There's a couple of guys in these ball games that you know that declare for the draft are actually playing. So, yeah, it's the yeah. unpopular version of declaring, but some yeah. some guys are doing it. Yeah, so it's not bad. You know, I think Mississippi State's gonna lose this one by at least ten. Yeah, I I don't have much faith in them. Um, I got an East game here. The 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 spread is one point five. Um, again, don't take any betting advice from me. But personally, I'd I'd hit the uh. 
I'd hit uh, Tulsa on this one and win by more than that. So. Yeah, Tulsa is uh, a more talented program, believe it or not, at this point. Yep. So. Until Leach gets his guys in there. So. So yeah, we'll see how this turns out, but I think all around we probably got a a relatively simple Tulsa win. I'm going by as much as 14. Yeah. Uh, shout out San Jose State, the Mountain West champions. Oh yeah. Going to the Arizona Bowl. Yep. And uh, not so shout out to the Arizona teams because they both are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been funny if they moved the Arizona Bowl out of state, but you know. Fortunately, they're still in the state of Arizona. Yeah, between them and the Cardinals, just these past like two months in football wise has just been killer. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, West Virginia and Army—they're playing the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. So, yeah, I'm glad Army found the game. Uh, yeah, found the team to play them because they were they were uh, up in the up in the air for a little bit there on during the bowl season. So, yeah, that's becoming a very familiar tune just to not know who you're playing yeah. next. So. Good job hopefully they it. play, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one day can change a lot, unfortunately, nowadays. Yeah. Um. So then we head to New Year's Day, and uh, obviously we're going to say Happy New Year's to everybody by the time this, uh, or by mm -hmm. the time we record next, it'll be 2021. Yeah. Uh, so Happy New Year's, everyone. We start out at noon with, uh, I'd say probably the third most exciting of the four that we actually get on New Year's Day, or, um, wait, New Year's Six, am I blanking? Am I missing one? No. Where's the, uh, sixth? <laughs> um, I'll, we'll figure that out later, but we got Georgia versus Cincinnati at noon on ESPN, uh, the Peach Bowl in, uh, Georgia, or Atlanta it was. Um, yeah, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the mm. home of the Atlanta Falcons. It's a beautiful place if you go. It is. I saw it getting built a couple years ago. It is a yeah, it's, uh, massive, too. Yeah, it's, their concession prices are really cheap. So Yeah, it's a it's a good place to be. Yeah. The and the stadium. Uh, home of the MLS champion, Atlanta United FC. Oh, okay. That's another that's from a couple of years ago. <laughs> hey, Champions, once champions, forever, pretty much. Yeah, the Atlanta United has pretty much the most recent championship in Atlanta sports history. Yep. Uh, uh, which is filled with incredibly sad stories. You know, <laughs> that's uh, that's a that's a whole another podcast uh, <laughs> we can do in the off season detailing Atlanta sports tragedies. <laughs> that's not a podcast. That's an entire movie on that stuff, man. Pat, yeah. Patting my Patriots on the back for uh, one of those. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, so yeah, we get Georgia versus Cincinnati. Obviously, this one is filled with big names. JT Daniels, uh, has been doing well since replacing, um, Stetson. Mm -hmm. uh, first name, I always forget his first name. Stetson or Spencer? Stetson. Stetson Bennett. Um, I just want to say Spencer because that's like the, the name. Like the cowboy hat. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. Shout out the, uh, the Cowboys out there who, who wear those kind of hats. Shout out to the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Good season. Yeah. Um, that, was a, that was a very good game last night. <laughs> yeah. Um, but JT Daniels has come in and, and he's performed um, mm -hmm. significantly better than uh, Stetson Bennett, to say the least. I think the clamoring finally got to the uh, Bulldogs management and they're like, hey, maybe we should finally put this guy in. 
He's all right. Yeah. Uh, so Georgia has a couple of opt-outs as well, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. They they might not be up for this game. They might not be because they're playoff contenders for a little bit there. So yeah. also, uh, they're tied in Trey McKitty, the Florida State transfer. He's opted out. So oh. he he's I think he's declared for the draft. I'm not sure yet, but he's eligible. Also, Eric Stokes Jr., the cornerback. He's one of the best cornerback prospects in the country. So he's opted out and declared. Mm-hmm. So, along with Monty Rice, a star linebacker for them, uh, he's I believe he's uh, into the, he's inside linebacker two or three for me overall, okay. maybe top five linebacker. Yep. So he's opted out, and uh, of course their offensive lineman Ben Cleveland. Yep. He's gone. He's he's opted out. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jermaine Johnson the second he opted out a long time ago uh, a couple of weeks ago he transferred he decided to transfer to Florida State for his senior season next year yeah uh, this is basically I mean Florida was basically the Browns with no receivers um, mm-hmm. with, with opt-outs and the Browns had that COVID outbreak uh, Georgia's more like the Ravens where they just are missing yeah. guys all around the board yeah, uh, of course, Aziz Ojulari. It's a rumor that he's opted out as well. Their linebacker, Ooh. their edge rusher. So that's not good. Yeah, Georgia still has talent. It's just they're very young. Yep, definitely. And uh, unfortunately, tragically, James Cook probably would miss a game as well because he's uh, unfortunately his father passed away. So mm, that's terrible. Because uh, the Dalvin, he's Dalvin Cook's younger brother. Okay. So. Yeah, he probably won't play in this game due to the tragedy in his family. Yep. It, it, you know, prayers to the Cook family. Absolutely. Just due yes. To tragedy. Of course, you know, Zeus, uh, Zamir White, he's still playing the game. So. Yeah, that's that's big. He's a yeah. big part of that. George Pickens, a receiver. He's gonna be, he's gonna be twenty twenty two receiver one. I like that. I like that call. Yeah, it's a bit bold, but you know, it's not that bold. Uh, not really. He, he's, been, yeah. he's been doing it week after week. He's been yeah. going off. So, yeah, unfortunately, you know, it's uh, George is going to be quite shorthanded, but, you know, still, they still have talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, their uh, Richard LeCount is still playing, comes back after his accident from like a month ago. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, Tyson Campbell, their former five star, he's playing in the in the game. Uh-huh. So, um, Cincinnati wise, I do it every week. I rave about Desmond Ritter, so I'll just get it over with. He's great. Yeah. I love him. Um, he's been going off this year. Uh, so yeah, that's just my Desmond Ritter love out of the way. Uh, but they definitely got guys everywhere around. Uh, Jared Dokes is is a good running back for them. Uh. What am I trying to think of on the um, receiving front? They've got a couple guys there. The they have a tight end there, uh, so he's gonna. I think he's gonna be really good next year. Yeah, I don't know if I'm missing one specific guy, but um, offense-wise, prospect other than Desmond Ritter, they don't have have the most um, most guys this year, or many other than Ritter, but certainly they can have some up and comers. Yeah, Luke Fickle's uh, like the story in this one. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Luke Fickle is the head coach. He's probably waiting for the Ohio State job to open up, probably. But he's a hot name on the coaching carousel. Yeah. So, we'll see if, if he gets that. I mean, fantastic season for Cincinnati. Uh, win or lose this, this week. Um, I and, know uh, yeah, uh, there's one more guy on the defense for the Bearcats, uh, James Wiggins. He's mm-hmm. going to the senior bowl, so good for him. Yep, so that's a yeah. big game for the senior bowl. As yeah, well. and another coaching name to watch out for is their defense coordinator, Marcus Freeman. He's another rising star in the, in, in the entry, so he might get a coaching job in a couple of years, so watch out for him. Okay. I like it. Um, it'd be nice to see him out there. Uh, so, preview-wise, uh, I think w- with the opt-outs for Georgia, I'm, I'm willing to go Cincinnati here. Um, because uh, it's, it's still a home game for Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like Cincinnati. I'm, I'm probably being illogical here, but I'm going to go with Cincinnati by three. And yeah, I'm, but I'm not sure how mentally Georgia's going to be in it. Because it's not a, it's not one of the playoffs, so you know. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're gonna go with my favoring Cincinnati pick, and then we're gonna go with my I just don't want to be that wrong pick. So I'm gonna go Georgia by like ten. <laughs> but I yeah. want Cincinnati to win by three. I just like it's gonna be, I think Georgia's gonna win by fourteen. Okay. Yeah, I really gotta go Georgia ten here, but they're gonna. I think they're gonna out talent them eventually. Yeah, my my head's with my head's with Georgia on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a that is the um, what do I call it? Peach Bowl. We then go to the Citrus Bowl, which is Auburn versus Northwestern at one p.m. on ABC. This time, this is in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, and one of the, the site of one of the Spurrier's most historically hilarious quotes where he said that uh, you can't sell citrus without UT <laughs> as a jab to Tennessee. So, Ooh, Yikes. Yeah. So uh, for this game, Auburn has a couple guys opting out. Uh, their receiver, Anthony Schwartz, he's opting out. The future New England Patriots receiver. Who, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep on using that joke who, who, until who? the time. Who was that again? Anthony Schwartz. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Northwestern has a couple of guys. uh, Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle number four on my board so far. Okay, yeah. He uh, he opted out and opted back in when the Big Ten started back up. And, of course, he's a pace or defensive back, so he's pretty good. And uh, Pat Fitzgerald, he's uh he's involved. Their head coach, he's involved in a lot of rumors, coaching rumors, believe it or not, in the NFL in the NFL circles, oh. namely the Chicago Bears job because uh, they're the local home team. Okay, that would be uh that would be very interesting. Yeah. Um. Uh, so Auburn has a couple of guys as well. You know, uh, Bo Nix, probably not that good of a quarterback. Uh. Yeah. So, uh, Big Cat Bryant, their edge rusher, he's really good. KJ Bruce, their linebacker, he's he's going to the Senior Bowl. So, yeah. Yeah, KJ, Yeah, I was looking for more Senior Bowl invites that I could think of. It's really only a uh, Brit for either of these teams. 
And, uh, of course, Seth Williams, I'm not sure he's been playing this game, but he's slated to play as of right now. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say it's guaranteed, though, but he's definitely, definitely doing well this year. Um, yeah, so... I think this is a game you second screen. Yeah, especially with the 1 o'clock uh, mm-hmm. uh, Peach Bowl. And, th- and then we got another one after this. I think it's it's going to be definitely yeah. a second screener. Yeah, Auburn uh, has a history of not showing up. Last year they, they got re- boat raced by Minnesota. Uh, yeah, this is going to be... Yeah. It, it should be an alright game. It's not going to be, you know, 70-7 or anything. Um, it's not going to be in Arizona or anything. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, Auburn had to hire their new coach, uh, Brian Harson from Bowie's Estate, mm-hmm. a week ago, I believe. Now, uh, Gus Malzahn is not there. He's uh he's getting paid rather handsomely not to coach. Yeah, I would if I could be paid that not to do anything. I would do, but yeah, you can fire me any time for that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> hire me, fire me, do anything you want, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, from what I saw, what I saw again, this is I say this every week, but it is kind of my first year getting more into college football. But I've heard Harson is a uh, is one of the um, good coaching prospects out there. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, he's a good coach, but I'm not sure of his cultural fit down there in Auburn because they, they have a history of they have a really tragic, sordid history of uh, their boosters getting too involved with the program. Oh, okay. Basically, what their history is that the boosters run that program more than the university does. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because they are they have little brother syndrome in that state. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how yeah. that works out. But so who knows if uh, who knows if Auburn is ready to play in this game to begin with with their coach being fired. Yeah, so I don't think they're going to be. <laughs> I'll just outright say it. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 going with Northwestern in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn's had an interesting year. That's there's really not much else to say about it other than they're they've had an interesting yeah. year. They have prospects, but they just seem not to be able to get it together to consistently win. And they have good talent, but yeah, they have a they have a couple of guys on the radar for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Tank Bigsby, they're running back, they're big running back. Yep. Anyone, anyone with the name Tank, you have to be running back. I just want to put that out there. But yeah, he's, yeah, you have to be big. Yeah, <laughs> but he's definitely a, a quality player coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Bo Nix is unfortunately not. He just hasn't turned out to be uh, what's needed for Auburn. And I don't think that they're going to be uh, a good Auburn with Nix. So. Yeah. So yeah. I think we're both taking Northwestern here in a uh, New Year's Six Bowl win. Uh, so then we head to what's going to be actually probably less of a close game. Uh, the uh, Rose Bowl, which is the college football playoff semifinal uh, at AT&T Stadium. Uh, by the way, credit to everyone. I think the uh, Cotton Bowl is today at AT&T Stadium, too. Yeah. So credit yeah, that's gonna be a quick turnaround. Yeah, credit to everyone working there. Uh, yeah. Good job and good luck. But uh, so yeah, we we got Notre Dame at Alabama. Uh, this one was a controversial playoff pick. 
Um, yes. the, the controversy died down pretty quickly, I think, actually. Uh, I saw... Everyone was, like, super mad about it the day it was released, and then they're like, eh, we'll level with it, but... Because it's, it's just not surprising at this point when, when the NCAA does this, because we know Notre Dame's going to get them views uh, on, on everything they can, uh, despite being blown out by Clemson. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to go off too hard on Notre Dame, but it it's pretty much just shows that the only reason that they won in that first game was basically because Trevor Lawrence was out, and that just shows how important Trevor, Trevor Lawrence is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Notre Dame has a couple of guys. Uh, Koromoa, their linebacker, star linebacker. He's going to be, I believe he's going to be a first-round pick. So, Yeah, I've, I've seen him go a little bit lower than that. Um, but I, I can see him going first as well. Yeah, Ian Book, their quarterback. He's not good. He's a big college quarterback. He's a service of college quarterback, but he's not going to be a good pro, I don't believe. Uh, Vance Veronica, their receiver. He's going to say senior bowl as well, so. Yeah, so they they have talent. They got Kyron Williams yeah, too. Their tackle Liam Meikenberg, their guard uh, Robert Hainsey, They're both going to the Senior Bowl. So yeah, yep. Um, it's got... gonna be a good test for them in this game against Alabama's defensive front. Yeah, unfortunately, if it, if it's like last game, it's not gonna be the test is going to be a failure. But hey, yeah. it'll, it'll give them. I mean, again, they have prospects. They have these guys, but... They yeah, just... Dalen Hayes, their edge rusher for Notre Dame. Yep. Uh, Ky- Kylan, Kyren Williams. Uh, is he right? It's Kylan? I don't know. But, uh, Kyren. Hmm? Kyren. Yeah, I'm just wondering if he's related to the uh, Ky- Kylin at all. I'd assume so, with the similar names and everything. But, uh, he's, he's, not, he's not a senior. Um, he's been having a very good year as well, kind of picking up some of that, uh, it's not even slack for Book, Book's having a very good year, but he's definitely helping out on that offense. Hmm. Of course, the Alabama side, they have a bunch of guys, uh, yeah, uh, uh Devonta Smith, the AP College Football Player of the Year on offense. Yeah, it is just insane. How talented that offense is! Heisman finalist. Smith is a Heisman finalist. Uh, so I think wasn't Najee Harris like fourth or, or fifth or something in yeah in, uh, Najee in Harris voting? and uh, Brian Robinson's an underrated back. Yep. Uh, you know Mitchie Jr. He's he's another talented guy, a receiver. Yeah. Uh, I mean Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle, former five star recruit. He's gonna be he's gonna be draftable as maybe in the third round maybe. Yeah. So. And Deontay Brown, uh, their star guard, he's gonna be going to the Senior Bowl as well. So. Yep. I mean Patrick Patrick Sertain and Dylan Moses. It list goes on. Yeah, and uh, obviously unfortunately Landon Dickerson is gonna be out of this game due to his injury in the SEC title game. And... Unfortunately. Yeah, that sucks, but, uh... Yeah. Uh, you know, Christian Barmore, their defensive tackle. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. LeBron Ray, their edge rusher. You know, there's there's a bunch of guys on defense, as usual. Yeah, it's... Keep an eye out for Daniel Wright. He's really good, so... Their safety. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I should expect it, but it still blows me away every time. Huh. 
So yeah, absolutely loaded Alabama squad against a Notre Dame squad that's reeling right now from that from that loss. Um, I just want to point out that that difference in Notre Dame versus Clemson. I think helps uh, Trevor Lawrence's case, and I think this was. I think a lot of people were saying this as well. Is basically it showed how much he was important. So I think that switch from that overtime win to a blowout is is what's very good for Trevor Lawrence if he wants that Heisman. So yeah, the Heisman is going to be actual yeah, after the season. Yeah, which is the way it should be, which is uh, yeah, which is good news. This is like we don't know who it's going to be this season. I really like yeah. it. Like last year, I mean, if it wasn't Joe Burrow, they were gonna storm the offices. But this year, it's it's such a toss up. Yeah, uh, I think Smith is gonna win it. I think. Yeah, I mean, it'd be very good to see to see him win it. I think he's deserving of it. Not to say the other guys aren't deserving, but Trask has struggled recently a little bit. Uh, I'm thinking of Trask, Mac Jones. Oh. Oh, Lawrence. Um, yeah, and then Lawrence had a few weeks out, so there's going to be some people who are a little nervous about that, Heisman-wise. But I think the voters will probably give him like a the Lifetime Achievement Award for the Heisman. Yeah. Maybe. So, I, I, so, I think Smith... We'll see. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be one of the more interesting Heismans, I think. And um, The vote total is going to be really interesting to watch. In yeah, it could be so close, man. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this one. Uh, yeah. So that is going to be. Oh, we haven't done our predictions. Uh, I think Alabama is going to win by I'm going to say at least three scores, probably touchdowns. Something around twenty-four. Uh, Alabama. I got Alabama by twenty-four. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. Uh. Yeah. Sorry. It's going to be competitive for a half until they just blow them out. I'm going to go with competitive for a quarter, and then. Yeah. I don't know. We may. <laughs> Mac Jones may be able to sit down early and uh, declare for the draft at halftime. We'll yeah. see. So sorry, Notre Dame fans, you got yeah. in. Got in, you're gonna get out. Like be doing a little early scouting at halftime. <laughs> yep, he's like, all right, all right, find an agent, you know, just on his phone on the mm-hmm. on the sidelines there. So, yeah. Rose Bowl is gonna be just a little, little boring, but uh, yeah. So then we go to the Sugar Bowl. This is gonna be. Number three, Ohio State. Number two, Clemson. That'll wrap up the college football semifinals at 8 o'clock. Again, on ESPN. ESPN's basically got all the games this week. So, have them on your first screen. ABC on your second is uh, my suggestion. But, uh, 6-0 versus 10-1. Kind of a turbulent season for Ohio State. You know, the classic Ohio State versus Michigan was canceled. Uh, but they still got in. That was also the source of a lot of controversy. There is, you know, the people defending it's not their fault. They only played six games. It's nobody's fault what happened this year, really. Um, well, that's a whole other story. Actually, the Big Ten is at fault. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, it's, it's nobody on Ohio State's fault that uh, that they um, only played six games. And, you know, they won all these games. They played extremely well. So uh, it's it's not like... It's not. It's not like they're a bad team or anything because they played six games. It's just that they've gotten screwed out of the most unlucky circumstances here. So, just a little bit of a defense for Ohio State, despite the fact that I still think the NCAA messed up. Uh, messed up the playoffs. Um, Clemson obviously with a fantastic season as per usual. A uh, big loss of Trevor Lawrence in the middle there. Uh, 
DJ DJ brought him back against um, Boston College, but couldn't do it against the aforementioned Notre Dame. But last week, he came up to Notre Dame and just beat the pulp out of them. So, we'll see how they handle Ohio State. And uh, over in Clemson, it is obviously the guys, I think we've talked about Clemson basically every week we could. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. ADA, and Amari Rogers. Um, who am I thinking about? Defense. Um, Xavier Thomas. Yep. Xavier Turner. So, uh, Nolan Turner is uh, doing doing well as well. Um, also, shout out Will Carroll. Uh, I think he's uh, going to say senior bowl as well. Another receiver for Clemson. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, they got uh, Cornell Powell. Okay. See, so, yeah, they, they got everyone going there. Yeah. Um, I assume Adian will be invited. I don't, I don't know if he'll go there. Um, yeah, I don't think he needs it, but it'll be no, good to re- see him there. He really yeah. doesn't need it. Uh, he's, yeah. I mean, that was a big surprise. That was, again, early when I got into scouting last year. Uh, that was yeah. a big surprise. I was like, wow, he, he was really good. And then this year he just built up his resume more, so... Yeah, him and Colin Hill, they were uh, they were one of the most surprising decisions to come back to school. Yeah, so so um, more surprising than Garrett King or anything. So yeah, Trevor Lawrence, obviously Heisman finalist, is everything you could want in a prospect and more. He's gonna be one future Jacksonville Jaguar. <laughs> yeah, after after this weekend was kind of crazy. What are you yeah. doing, Cleveland man? Losing to the Jets. Ugh. Um, yeah, the Jets are uh, the I, Jets pretty much get that pick away. As a Patriots fan, the, yeah. they don't have to play against Trevor Lawrence. I'm fine with that, man. <laughs> so. I, hate, I hate the Jets because they they brought uh, Trevor Lawrence into the ASC South. So yeah, sorry about that for you, Cody Manning, and everyone, man. That's the. Uh, I, I just I hate the Jets. I hope they go winless every year until the end of time. Hey. I'm right there with you. I hate the Jets too. <laughs> and uh, it just uh, good chance they go on this every year. Adam Gase, Adam Gase doesn't deserve to be coaching even a high school team at this point. That little person. <laughs> nothing, nothing would make me happier. Nothing would be a better present ever than if he was re-signed for another year. That would just, mm-hmm. uh, I would be a cloud nine and a half. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Trevor Lawrence is the future Jacksonville Jaguar. Uh, Really, uh, I mean, unless they, unless they jaguar the pick, or something to mess up, but I don't think they'll do that. And uh, I Justin, think they, I think they'll just go. What will happen is ESPN will do, you know, their usual ten minutes of whatever TV time they need to do, and then when the whole world knows who the pick is. <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna try to procrastinate. They're gonna, they're I mean, gonna do like all these soft stories and. Yep. Yeah, like, oh, I broke my nail in the first first grade. <laughs> That's actually very ESPN like. Yeah, um, I'm like, what? I'm like, no one cares. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, at least we'll get a, or hopefully we get a physical draft this year. If not, you know, it is what it is. But uh, hopefully they have the vaccines out. Hopefully they're very effective and yeah. controlling it. But, you know. Uh, we won't get into politics of it here on this podcast because that's uh, yeah, that's a whole that's, other podcast. Yeah, we're, like you we're, said. we're not a politics podcast, nope. unfortunately. But um, as for Ohio yeah. State, Justin Fields unfortunately making headlines by accident this week 
getting yeah. overtaken by Zach Wilson and a lot of people's QB2s. Again, like I said, not mine. But... Is, uh, which is... Which is uh, which can be a debate, but I'm not willing to have that debate just yet. Yeah, um, there. I mean, there was nothing he could do about it. He wasn't playing, so he's. I think he's got a little bit to prove, saying, "Hey, I want to go to the Jets, not the, uh, not the Giants or whatever." Maybe so, he falls a little bit, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe he's actually rooting for that. Maybe he's like, "All right, time to just throw this ball into the ground." Yeah, <laughs> never want to be at the Jets. Yeah. They, oh, I say it's a lot of guys on defense, as usual, guys we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Tuss Borland, Baron Browning, Sean Wade, you know, the yep. usual suspects, the Harrisons. Yep, Sean Wade is, is doing, it's just getting better every week. Um, yeah, I have Wade as a CB3 at this point, but uh, the, the cornerback class is loaded again, so it's going to be, it's going to be all out of war for my board. Yeah. I think we I I've said this every week, but I think uh, CB one is pretty well established with Sertain, and then Farley I think is is a good number two. Um, any other year except for last year with Okuda, he'd be number one. Um, and then yeah, Sean Wade's gonna has fought for that spot, and I think he's done a very good job of fighting for that spot. Um, and that Master T, he's going to he I think he's going to the Senior Bowl, I believe. Oh, how did I forget about the best name? Master Team yeah. the third. Um They have another guy, a young guy, Steel Chambers. Uh, it just gets me every week. They're so good at this, man. Um uh, and, of course Chris Olave, the receiver, so Yep. Yeah. I got the list of uh senior bull here. We got um offensive tackle Jonathan Cooper, linebackers, Baron Browning, and as you said before, Tuff Borland. Uh offensive tackle, uh Am I reading this right? Um, Thayer Munford. Um, yeah, Thayer Munford. Yep, and then Trey Sermon and Trey Brown, running back and cornerback, respectively. So, yeah, they got a lot of seniors out here. Oh, no, Trey Brown's Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, so, Trey Sermon, running back, is going to the Senior Bowl, so they got quite a few seniors. Um, and obviously, they're going to lose Justin Fields this offseason. Uh, he hasn't declared yet, but it's... Sky is blue, so he's going to declare, um... He's a junior, so he's not going to see a senior bowl now. Um, so yeah, very talented team out here. Yeah, Clemson just lost their offense coordinator, Tony Elliott. He tested positive for COVID. They news mm-hmm. him out about a couple of hours ago now. Okay. So that's going to be that's gonna be another storyline to watch. Yep. Um, so we then – I guess it's predictions time. We went over basically everyone. There's just – so many guys um, that we talk about each week uh, with these two teams. It's kind of crazy how talented this is. Um, I think Clemson is going to be pretty clearly the favorite, but I, I'd say this is definitely going to be the closer game of the two. Yeah, I think I think Ohio State pulls off the upset. Really? Okay, I like that prediction. I'm, I'm going to stick with Clemson myself, but that would be very exciting to see. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm gonna go with Clemson by seven. Um, I'm assuming the upset's not gonna be by much. No. All right, so we shall it's see. Gonna be, it's gonna be close, like last year or the previous years they played. Yeah. So this is this is definitely a first screener out here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that ends the uh ends uh Friday's games. 
Um, so yeah, loaded slate on Friday. Obviously, it's New Year's Day. Yeah. Um, we then head to New uh, the day after New Year's on January second. We have the Gator Bowl in where else? Jacksonville, Florida, where we have number twenty-three NC State going up against Kentucky at twelve on Fox. Uh, Kentucky is uh, four and six, so again year of weird bowl matchups but we'll see um on nc state some of the names that jumped out um uh, i'm trying to think here uh i am blanking on nc state right now yeah uh, it's a it's a rebuilding year for them yeah a little bit so I mean, Emeka Mizzi's. Uh, so. Yeah, Emeka uh, Mizzi's doing doing well for NC State. Um, I don't. Yeah, yeah, they don't got anyone going to the Pro Bowl. Um, Donovan Knight's having a good year, but other than that, it's it's not really prospect wise the best matchup. Like we like like you say, it's it's the sum of its parts, and uh, the parts have been doing pretty darn well for them. Yeah, the Gator Bowl is really. Traditionally, one of most fun bowls, competitive-wise. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get a, a too much of a repeat of that. Yeah. But Kentucky, Kentucky's a a solid program for where where their levels at. Yeah, I mean four and six again. This is the most unusual year, so teams are gonna have a down year. Kentucky did that. Yeah, but... they're not gonna win the SCEs, obviously. But... They can compete. Yeah, that would be a little tough at this point. I think Kentucky's going to win this one by a little bit, maybe four or five. I, I'm going to go with NC State personally. Um, Kentucky does have talent, but I'm going to go with uh, and, uh, Wolfpack by as much as seven, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So, that's going to be the Gator Bowl. It, again, it's going to be a good matchup. It, do, it doesn't look it at the start, but uh, I think it will be. Um, we then go to Tampa, Florida for the Outback Bowl. We have Ole Miss at Indiana at 12.30 on ESPN. Uh, Ole Miss is unranked. Indiana is ranked 11. So, it's 4-5 uh, and five versus 6-1. and one. Uh, gonna be interesting, I think. But uh, um, Indiana. Yeah, Ole Miss has a couple of guys. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah. Namely, is uh, Elijah Boy, their wide receiver. He's having a. Uh, I mean, he's going off this year, but uh, he's gonna be again well known for his uh fiasco last year. But he's doing very, very good. And uh, yeah. Corral, their quarterback, he's uh, he's improved, probably the most improved quarterback in the country mm, okay. uh, from last year, so he's going to be another name, but watch out for next year. Yeah. Um, senior Bowl-wise, we got uh, Royce Newbin, uh, offensive lineman for them, and um, yeah, Kenny Yebua, their tight end, he's yeah. going to the Senior Bowl as well, so the tight end class isn't as deep as I like it to be, but Yeboah is probably tied in four or five at this point. Yeah, after after um, Boston College is uh, long, it gets a little, little yeah. bit 
a little bit shallow, but still still enough talent to a. Uh, it's a uh, yeah. Of course, Indiana has a. Uh, unfortunately, they're going to miss uh, Michael Penix Jr. Mm-hmm. He's going to be he's out with an injury a couple of weeks ago, so we won't be able to see him. Yep. They have Walt Fillior, their receiver, and yep. of course Ty Freifagel, I believe his name is. They're another they're another receiver for them. Yeah, so they got they got that dynamic duo there that's doing well, um, and it's helping out Tuttle out here. Um, defense wise, they got Reese Taylor. Uh, he's who I'm thinking of. Um, I'm trying to think of. Who else we got out here on the defense? Um, yeah, that's uh, am I am I wrong or is Reese Taylor kind of a long guy out here? Um, oh, Micah McFadden, um, linebacker. He's doing he's doing pretty darn good as well. Um, so yeah, that's. That's pretty much Indiana. They've they, again some of their parts kind of kind of team, um, but definitely not a lack of prospects at all. Uh, their only loss came to Ohio State this year, so they they've hung with hung with big guys. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be yeah Indiana. Um, I think Indiana's gonna win this one, but it's gonna be really entertaining. Yeah, I, th- I think Indiana is going to pull up the victory here. Um, just, I mean, <laughs> excuse me. Ole Miss definitely has has the power to hang with them. They're putting up a lot per game and everything. So this is going to be a battle to see if Ole Miss can keep up uh, with the Indi- Indiana offense if they can keep them down in points. But uh, I-, I think Indiana wins by ten. Yeah. Um, so yeah, kind of funny. The only blowout we have so far, I think, predicting is Alabama versus Notre Dame. Um, and then we go to what I think is our, our final one, which is uh, no, we got two more. We have the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, where we have twenty-five Oregon Ducks versus number ten Iowa State. Oregon's had a very interesting year. They've only played six games and ended up four and two. Um, but again, champion Oregon Ducks. <laughs> yeah, they again very interesting year for them. Uh, and yeah, the entire Pac-12. Uh, Washington is still bitter about that. <laughs> yep, interesting, interesting, interesting year. Um, yeah. but they they came out on top here at number twenty-five. Uh, on prospect wise, um. Um, obviously, they got Penai Sewell opted out, but opt-in-wise, they have uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, um, Jordan he's Happel. Gonna be, he's a monster. He's going to be a monster and top five pick next year. Oh, yeah, so. yep. Thibodeau's a sophomore, okay. Yeah, and uh, the Orlando Noir, he's, uh-huh. uh, he took a step back this year. Uh, I don't think he's going to be draftable within probably the first two days. Due to the death of the cornerback class in his play, so I have him as a six-round six graded cornerback right now. But okay. they can improve with further study. Uh, and Mikhail Wright, he's going to be a corner net, cornerback next year. And uh, Veron McKinley the third, 
he's really improved this year. So I think I have him as a early day three prospect, uh, maybe fourth round. Okay. Uh... And uh, Anthony Brown, their quarterback, the BC transfer, he played a lot in the Pac-12 title game. Over Tyler Shuck, uh, Shuck is very inconsistent at this point. Yeah, he's he's been an interesting player to watch. Uh, and uh, CJ Verdell's gonna be out for the game, and uh, so it's gonna be a Travis Dye show. Yes, definitely. Uh, big opening. Hunter Moyer and DJ Johnson, the two defensive line converts to tight end, so they're they're the big part of the offense there in Eugene. So. Mm-hmm. Huh. And uh, also, Oregon's also missing Brady Breeze, their safety big time. And uh, so they have a they have a monster recruiting class coming in, so that should help some. Uh, Noah Sewell, the true freshman star linebacker for them, as well. He's playing very well. Uh, he's going to be another three and done like his brother. Yeah. So we got oh, my dog's barking outside. But uh, offensive lineman opts out, and his brother is, is going to go off uh, on defense instead. So true freshman yeah. showing a lot of potential there. This, the Sewell family is really talented at football. Yeah, evidently that is he's proved, they've all proven that. Yeah, they have, a, they have a couple of other brothers that played football, major division one football. So okay, so yeah, it's a, a really good family uh, off the blood. field too. Yeah, yeah, so um. As for Iowa State, obviously Brock Purdy is heading up the offense there. Uh, and Brees Hall, their running back, is a sophomore, true sophomore, so he'll be a name to watch next year. So, yeah, NJ Tom Bailey, he's going to a senior bowl as well, I believe. Uh, he's a star edge rusher for them. So, yep. Iowa State has a tough run defense, and uh, they're they're really good. Matt Campbell. Uh, even though Iowa State made it the ball, made it the game against Oklahoma in the Big Twelve title game. Yeah, they they kept they kept it close. Um, of course, Matt Campbell is a hot head catching candidate every year. It seems like so. Yeah, he he's one of the resident you know interviewers in all these places. Yeah. Um. So what what are you thinking for the uh for the predictions here? I'm. I think um I think Iowa State wins by wins by seven. Yeah, I I'm thinking it's gonna be a little closer than a twenty five versus four, but I'm thinking Iowa State by probably seven. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the same here. Um, I'll go with eight just to differentiate. Hey, that rhymes. Um, so yeah, about a touchdown. Uh, coming out on top in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, we then go over to our final bowl game that we know of so far. The next ones will come up next week, including college football playoff. Um, we go to Miami um, in Hard Rock Stadium, the former home of Super Bowl Fifty or no, the home of Super Bowl Fifty Four for the Orange Bowl. Number five A and M at number thirteen, uh, North Carolina. A and M. A lot of fans felt they were left out of the college football playoffs when they shouldn't have been. Um, Kellen Mond, very good year, as as per usual. Um, so yeah, they they are a, a good team. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, North Carolina has a has a bunch of guys opted out. 
uh, Michael Carter, Javante Williams both opted out, and uh, Deami Brown opted out. So yeah, they got they got killed with this. They they had a lot and, of talent, and they and still did. Chad Surratt, their linebacker, opted out as well. So yep, big losses there all around. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> big losses suffered by North Carolina is going to make it a very tough game for them. In what's been a good year, uh, playing wise, I mean, they lost to what, like Notre Dame and a few other teams. Florida, I can't think of. Florida State. So yeah, um, I still don't know how they lost to Florida State to this day. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, it's one of the greatest mysteries in the world, next to Puna Ford not getting invited to the, the Senior Bowl, but, or the Combine <laughs> rather. But <laughs> yeah, so we will definitely definitely see yeah. if they can keep up because. Um, I don't know how much they lost in Notre Dame by, but I don't think it was that close. Um, no, it was it, it was rather significant. Yeah. So, but I mean, they kept, they, they they destroyed yeah. Miami last week. Um, yeah. So that so they can definitely hang with the big guys. And uh, yeah. So Sam Howell is another quarterback prospect for next year. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. He's going to get talked about and. Yeah. Kind of... North Carolina is not without weapons, but they have. A couple of guys for next year, so you know they're not barren or anything. So yeah, Daz Newsome, he's a senior, so he's going to be going to draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, North Carolina, North Carolina is probably one of my most favorite teams to watch. Yeah, they, they're definitely interesting, even without with, with the opt outs. They, they still got guys like Daz Newsome. And, uh, of course, uh, we have the storyline of Mac Brown trolling the Aggies again. <laughs> uh uh, yeah, for the Aggies, um, Kellen Mond, we got um... uh, Robert Leal, their defensive tackle, who is taking over for uh, Justin Matabuke, who is having a pretty decent year for the for in the NFL. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, their their big names opted out on defense, so unfortunately, and they lost a ton on receivers. But they have uh, their tight end for next year, Jalen Weidermeyer. He's going to be tight end one next year. Uh, Isaiah Spiller, he's 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 pretty good. So he's going to be highly ranked in, on my RB board next year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, A&M has weapons coming back. Yeah, absolutely. I think next year is going to be big for them. But maybe, maybe yeah. the NCAA will finally take notice and be like, hey, maybe we should uh, put these guys in the playoffs. But... Yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's a full season for everybody next year. Hopefully. Yep. And uh, everyone can get the respect they deserve next year with yeah. a with a number four ranking instead of number five. Um. <laughs> so yeah, for this game, I think I'm I'm gonna go A and M. Pretty, pretty, pretty simple. A uh, and I'm by... going North Carolina. Okay, I'm going A and M by just three. Um. Shout out Zachary Garten. Yep, UNC See, fan. His favorite there. team is North Carolina. <laughs> so yeah, sorry about that to go against your boys, but I like, I like my Kellen Mond, and I think, I know I'm letting emotion get into it, but they, I think they got a, uh, the short end of the stick with the playoffs. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh. Wow, that is the last game th- this weekend. I don't know why I'm saying wow. Obviously, it's a bowl week. It's gonna be a little thin, game wise, but uh, in the NFL, it's not. I can say that. Um, 
we'll touch on that real quick. Uh, Steelers at Browns is that going to be probably the most or one of the most important matchups this week? Uh, hoping Mr. Baker Mayfield can make it into the playoffs. Or else I bought his jersey last year, and I'm going to be very disappointed not to be able to wear it while my Patriots are out. Um, we got uh, the Bills coming off a huge win against my Patriots. Uh, that one was was just embarrassing. I, I eventually just turned the game off and cried. But anyways, um, Ravens at Bengals. Ravens, I don't know if they've been mathematically eliminated yet, but I don't think they're going to get in. Yeah, they, they need, like, every every scenario to go their way. Yeah. Which is, like, at least ten of them, so. <laughs> yep. Very, yeah. very tough. Tough for them. NFC yeah. West wild card playing. I think it's if you win, you make it, or... Yeah. I think the Rams can lose and still make it, but the Cardinals have to get in, or else they're done. Yeah. Um. We got Titans, your Titans versus the Texans. A win secures you the South, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, or Indianapolis loses to Jacksonville, which... They're... Jacksonville, watch Jacksonville win this one. Now they have a top pick secured. Yeah, they can go all out this week. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's benching their players. They're finally going to put in their starters. <laughs> yeah, the Colts are in right now, but they they are right on the bubble. Yep. Um. Uh, I got I got the uh, playoff picture up here. I think the Ravens Ravens are currently in, but a uh, Colts win. No, okay. So Ravens are currently in, but a Colts win and a Browns win would knock them out. Paired with a, a Dolphins win could knock them out. So. It's definitely going to be interesting. Dolphins-Bills is pretty important for other teams. Yeah. I think the Dolphins... So, no, Dolphins aren't guaranteed to get in by any means. Uh, so, a lot of... Uh, yeah, a lot of teams are resting their starters. The, so, yeah, it's going to be Bob and Mackey, So Yeah, Chargers have a chance against the Chiefs, possibly. Yeah. Um, I've been starting a deep dive into the Chargers just because I find them so interesting. Uh... I, th I think I'm going to... The plan right now is to go over Woody every position and basically analyze it and try to figure out what they need because, in my opinion, they should be good. They should be a lot better than they are. They need um, a new coach, but, you know, that's... Yeah, Anthony Lynn is definitely holding them back, and I yeah. don't think he's going to get... I don't. I know he's not going to get another year. I think everyone knows that. Um, Tom Telesco... He may be. He may be. He may survive through through this uh, wave of firing that's that's eventually going to come, starting Black on Monday. Monday. Yep. Um. Yeah, we'll have another podcast probably dedicated to Black Monday pretty soon. Yeah, that's just that's going to be a wild day. I don't know who's going to stay around. I mean, there's talk of even um, Philly. What's his name? Peterson. Peterson. Doug Peterson. There's talk of him being fired after he bought that team a championship. Man. So, it's, what have you done for me lately? Yep. Uh, three the years Super, is a long time in the NFL. You forgot the, uh, you forgot the Super Bowl for the NFC East. Awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Cowboys versus Giants and the... Whew, that's going to be quite wild. Uh, yeah. Washington can, can get in earlier with a win at 1 o'clock. Or, no, they're both at 1 o'clock. But Washington can secure themselves a win. I kind of want them to lose just to see what happens. Because I think, like, then... No, Washington, if they lose, they're eliminated. Um, I was thinking if it was like a tie or something, anything could happen. But this is just... So pretty bad. much every team in the NFC East is still alive. 
Except Somehow. for the Eagles, unfortunately. Yeah. The Eagles do not have so, the ability to get in at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's going to be, what, a 6-10 and 10 team possibly in there? Or... Yeah. No, six and yeah. seven and nine, I think it is. Uh, We're always joking that one of these NFC East teams gonna make a run to the Super Bowl. That would be hilarious. That would be amazing. I feel like I feel like the Giants are definitely gonna win a playoff game if they get in, just because of the Gi- It's the Giants. I think they have that history of winning against um, certain teams that we will not mention because those Super Bowls did not happen in my mind. Uh, in crazy, uh, crazy things. So, uh, yeah, um, Cardinals versus Rams is going to be a good one. Um, Packers, Bears, Bears are trying to stay alive. I think if they win and the Cardinals win, uh, then the Rams get knocked out, I think it is. A lot of four, a lot of late games. Yeah, we got a loaded schedule this week in the NFL. Um, yeah. It's, uh, so nobody, nobody knows, really knows what who's doing what. So, yeah, you're gonna need like eight screens. Um, Monday, yeah. Monday can get really boring if the uh, who wait, who's who's it on Monday? Yeah, Monday. I don't even know who the Monday game is. Oh no, uh, there's not a Monday game. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah. I forgot what the schedule is, but it's one of these NFC East teams uh, playing. I think it's Washington versus Eagles. Which That's I guess a Sunday night game. Yeah, I guess that can get like somewhat interesting, but in reality, it's not gonna be the best. Yeah, they're uh, a lot of time they kick off. They're gonna know their results of Dallas against Giants. So who knows? Yep. We'll see. We'll see with that one. Um. Yeah, what is schedule for the NFL this week? You're gonna need about four or five screen sacks to pay attention to it. Um. Can't really think of much else going on in the football world. Oh, um, we do want to send our prayers to the um to the family of Ty Jordan. Who tragically died last week? The yeah. uh, Pac-12 freshman of the year. Yeah, the uh, prayers to Utah football and yeah. Jordan family. That was very tragic. Uh, Nineteen years old, and uh, he had a whole life ahead of him. And uh, so that was very, that was a very sad moment. Yep, it's very tragic. Um, but other than that, I don't believe there is much more football news to go on. Um, so I guess that wraps it up for us. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. We wish you all happy holidays, uh, if there's any more holidays this year, and a happy new year, and we'll see you all next year. Yeah, happy new year.